Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to a very special Man on the Post podcast. It's Christmas. This is our Christmas episode. So we'd like to do something different normally. We normally do an outtake special, but I haven't kept them this year. Or there's been lots that Chris has recorded that aren't broadcastable. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> instead, what we're going to do is we're going to do shame songs. Now, this is an idea that I've heard on another podcast, and it, it wouldn't be a Man on the Post podcast if we weren't stealing ideas from other podcasts. We are. We all like music, we all like cheesy music, and some of the songs we listen to we maybe should be slightly ashamed of. So what we're going to do is you're going to hear those songs, and uh, we're going to play them live and see what everyone thinks of them. With me to do this, we've got Man of the Post regular from Sunday, it's Colin. Hello there. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and we've got extra time guys, Mark and Chris. Hello chaps. Alright. Season's greetings. Bar humbug. <laughs> you can't not be in the Christmas spirit, Chris. You got two kids. I don't like Christmas particularly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you're one of those. I fucking love Christmas. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Honestly, I'm counting the days down till January. <laughs> well, some might have got a week off, but apart from that. <clears throat> Mark's your boy aware of Christmas? Yeah. No, he's not one till two days after Christmas, so it's all the same to him. So thankfully, we don't have to make any great effort for him. Uh, it's it's the next year. Then. It's a tradition I want to keep up till he's at least 13. <laughs> My daughter, oh, he was born... Go on, Chris. I, I was just to say, he was born two days after Christmas. Yes. Yeah. You'll know who the skin flints in your family are going to be when they say, <laughs> oh, it's, it's a joint birthday it's a joint Christmas present. <laughs> believe, believe me, I know exactly who the skin flints are. There's no, there's no mystery. Come on, you got kids old enough for Christmas. They must love it as well. Oh, yeah, they love it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, My daughter had a full-on meltdown last year. She was just overwhelmed <laughs> by Christmas. <laughs> and it's going to be even worse this year. <clears throat> right, anyway, let's kick off our shame songs then. So the idea is I'm gonna, we're gonna, we've got three songs each that we love that we're possibly slightly ashamed of. So I'm going to kick it off with this. And you three are all – you're older than me. You're not a lot older than me, so I'm one of you. But <laughs> here we go. This is from 2000. And it's under the music category of new metal. Ready for this, boys? <laughs> Strap in. Get ready. <laughs> so this is Papa Roach and Last Resort. Wasn't new metal just a load of bollocks? <laughs> so it was like proper. It was like proper metal for kids. Pretty much, yeah. I, I was sixteen oh. in two thousand. Uh, I had the Wasn't new metal basically busted? Yes. <laughs> no, they weren't quite new metal. Um, it's funny you mentioned busted. You may hear them again later on. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're an American rock band. Um, 
yeah, they, they, they kind of came out big in 2000 with um, this was their kind of their big debut hit, and it's all about it's about suicide actually. This is their last resort, and they, they just talk about life's not fair and everything like that. And they're millionaire rock stars. I just love the the juxtaposition of them singing about how everything is not fair, everything's terrible in their lives. Yeah, they've got all this money and they're famous rock stars. Let's hear a bit more. Better to, better to burn it and fade away. <laughs> it is. Let's see, can you hear this? Is it playing for you? There you go. So I listen to that still to this day at work at three o'clock in the morning just to just to keep me going, I think, just to keep me awake. <laughs> <clears throat> right, who wants to go next with one of their first tracks? You see, so you listen to a song about suicide at three o'clock in the morning while at work, and strangely, that gives me um, wakes me up. <laughs> see, the thing is, I, I think I could be in trouble here because <laughs> when, when you said embarrassing songs, yeah, mine are embarrassing. But <laughs> but that one that you played, it's not my it's not my bag, but I've heard of it, and I'd say that's not really that embarrassing. That's okay. No, fair enough. Do you want to but go on one of yours next time? <laughs> uh, well, hey, you're in charge, Ross. <laughs> if, if you want to choose one of mine, yeah, just throw it out there. All right, let's go with this then. Um, we'll let it play for a minute, or just 30 seconds or so, just so you can get probably into the track. Here we go. Autobiographical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, go on. Who's this? Well, well if, you, if, you if you haven't worked it out already, it's, it's Wham! <laughs> <laughs> With their track Love Machine. Yes. Um, much underrated. Um, <laughs> it was on her first album, and I actually have got this on vinyl. But I wasn't right. around, at, but I bought it many years after it came out. Um, their album was called Fantastic. <laughs> and, um, so their debut album called Fantastic? Yeah. Nice. Um, so I think it was, what, 1983? 1983, the year before I was born. So, yeah, 1983. It was, it's um, a cover from... Right, uh, a, a Miracles from, song, apparently, is it? Yeah, yeah, in the 70s. Uh, that's certainly no, nowhere near as good as the Wham! Uh, version, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I just think it's uh, it's a, it's a good song. I mean, what what I'd say, boys, is that I mean, if you if you look at some of the lyrics, I mean, I, I doubt that you're going to have songs with lyrics as good as um, <laughs> my meter starts to rise and I become confused. My voltage regulator cools when I'm sitting next to you. Electricity <laughs> starts, starts to rise. You have to read my it like starts to rise. <laughs> my indicator starts to glow. <laughs> and then you go into the love machine bit. That was more like Alan. My Bennett meter starts too. to rise. Yeah. My meter starts to rise and I get confused. It's sort of a metaphor for later on in the toilets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like George Michael's thing about being in cars as well. Got a nice history with cars. Let's play a little bit more of that before we move on. <laughs> is, that, is that you, Colin? <laughs> 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 
We're hearing it in stereo. We've got both of them doing it. <coughs> right, Chris, we're going to move on to one of yours. Uh, mine's the first one. It's a bit more contemporary. Um, and which which contemporary one do you want to go for? The YouTube one or the, uh, the other? The one that's not on Spotify. The one that's not on Spotify. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, bit of Taylor. <laughs> she shares a birthday with my youngest daughter. But really? there's things I'd, yeah, but there's things I'd like to do to her that I wouldn't want to do to my youngest daughter. Good God, I hope not. Let's play side. <laughs> That all coming through for you? Can you hear the, the wonderfulness of Taylor Swift? Oh yes. <laughs> Colin, first thoughts on uh, Chris with a bit of Taylor Swift? Um, it's not really that embarrassing, is it? It's, it's not a bad tune, is it? I kind of agree. I'm a big fan of Taylor Swift. <laughs> it's it's harmless. It's harmless pop music, and I mean, let's be honest. We'd all let we'd all let Taylor Swift shake us off. <laughs> it's a good track I like it I follow up here wipe it on the curtain wasn't so good <laughs> <clears throat> yeah I mean that's, that's a good song it is kind of how old are you Chris uh, 39 okay that's possibly the embarrassing part maybe listening to Taylor Swift but <laughs> <laughs> that was cool I was in a um I was in a metal club in Liverpool earlier on this year, and that came on, and it filled the dance floor. <laughs> Everyone's a big fan of Swift, I think. And if, even if they're not, they kind of they are, but they don't want to admit they are. Yeah, yeah. Everyone likes a bit of Taylor Swift. Uh, I don't have anything else really to say about that one. Let's move on to one of Mark's. This is a another eighties classic. We're back to the eighties. Here we go, Mark. Ready? Dancing shoes on, lads. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> you got it, Colin? What's this? Um, I think we're alone now. <laughs> Featured on every best of the 80s album ever. <laughs> it is one of the absolute great of the 80s, isn't it? It is a classic. Is Taylor Dane? No, Tiffany. 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 Yeah. Tiffany, yeah. Who, who who turned up in Playboy about 20-odd years later and it kind of wasn't really appealing. So it in <laughs> Deb Gibson as well. She she was the same. She popped up in Playboy around the same time. Oh, really? Yeah. But so this was at least 87, this was. Yeah, Tiffany made... And I remember because I went to HMV with my sister because she had the single. Right. And she went to go get it. She went to go and get it signed, but there was such a crush at the front that people were getting um, taken out on the stretcher. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> like a Michael Jackson concert. It was, it was <clears> like that, but without any of the kids getting taken backstage for preferential <laughs> Much to your annoyance. <laughs> yeah, well, she would have been an older woman then as well. I was only about 12, so um, she would have been a little bit older with probably zero experience. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was, I was three when this was a song was released, but I'm fully aware of this song. It's a, it is, a, like Colin said, an 80s classic. Well, you, you know can't. what? I've, I've been on so many nights out as an as a as an adult, where yeah. like the Taylor Swift song, when you're absolutely rat ass, that gets middle aged men on the dance floor like nothing <laughs> else. 
Yeah. It's a, it's a wedding classic as well. Oh, yeah. wedding classic. <coughs> All right, let's move on to my second one then. I couldn't find the correct version of this, so we're going to have to go with a, a Glee version. So Chris will be a big fan of any Glee version. <laughs> but this might take you a minute, to, well, a few seconds to get, but here we go. Yeah. Oh! Can you feel my <laughs> What is it, Colin? It's the actor, isn't it? It is. Mark Wahlberg and his fucking yeah. bunch. <laughs> Skip forward a bit. And it's Mark, yeah, Mark and Mark Wahlberg and the good, uh, funky bunch of good vibrations. There you go. White man rapping. You see, you see that's embarrassing, <laughs> but good. I like good. it. Stick, just stick to all the... Oh, mate, that's a tune. And I think <laughs> if, you see the, if you see the video, he's like pumping iron or something, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He's got his muscles out. He's like in a vest. <laughs> of course he is. Oh, it says something about Donnie Wahlberg is the musically talented one in the family. <laughs> I think he probably gave up music after this and went into acting, didn't he? So, uh... Mm. Yeah, vibrations good like sunkissed. Many want to know who done this. Marky Mark, and I'm here to move you. Rhymes will groove you. Great lyrics. Great white man rapping. 1991, this came out. This was kind of before my time, but I, I think it was Glee that actually brought this to my attention, and I've listened to this so many times on Spotify. If it kept uh, track listings of, or track playings, this would be one of my most listened to songs. Are we all fans? Definitely. Um, <laughs> Mark and Chris not so much it wasn't it wasn't the best white man rapping of the early 90s come on that, that reward <laughs> comes out with the drug to vanilla ice snow oh yeah informer no. yeah if you bum bum down <laughs> that's it <laughs> we should have a white man raps episode as well sometime <laughs> give it a season <clears throat> so yeah I'm I'm slightly embarrassed by that but I think it's still a tune I'm with Colin on that it's, it's a good song Let's move on to another one of Collins then. Um, I've never heard of these other two songs, so let's go with this one first, Colin. So anyone other than Colin know what this is? No, it's Northern mm-hmm. Soul of some kind. I know that much, but... Chris, any ideas? Nope. <laughs> Come on, Colin, tell us what it is. It's Not Three Times by Tony <laughs> Orlando. I'm a ceiling if you want me. There you go, Mark's got it. <laughs> Get ready for the Colin, pipe. There's a pipe coming. There's actually, in the next verse, there's actually real pipe noise. <laughs> What's so he knocking think... against the pipe? <laughs> <laughs> so, why, why this song, Colin? Um, that's a pipe. Um, <laughs> so, so basically, I, I mean, I stumbled across this one um, a few years back, but I just think it's a great tune, right? And it's it's basically a story about a man on his own. There's a woman in a flat above. Um, 
he, he likes her. So what's he going to do? You know, what would anybody do? Kill her. <laughs> no, you'd knock three times and then on the, on the ceiling. Um, yeah. And then I think if she, uh, or, and then, but if she's not interested or she's not, you know, up for it, then knock on the pipe twice. <laughs> Very so like, complicated. So knock three times. That's a yes. <laughs> twice on the pipe. The answer is no. So, <laughs> and only once if you've got the police coming round. <laughs> yeah, it's, let, let, let's say. Look, you know, I mean, it's 1970, I think, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, so it was acceptable then. It's uh, like a Ted Bundy version of Esiotrop. Yeah, that's how love used to happen in the 70s. Uh, <laughs> like rising damp. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, what I will say before you poo-poo it is it that it did reach number one really? in the UK, number one in the US, uh, number one in Canada. You know, so <laughs> all the big, you know, famed for their musical tra- yeah, tastes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, only got to number three in Holland. Never oh. mind. Um, <laughs> Better off. Hocus Pocus were number one throughout the whole decade of the 1970s in Holland. <laughs> And, and the thing is, as well, if you get a chance, it is actually worth YouTubing because it's of that era when videos were sort of not necessarily required. And <laughs> musical artists actually had a problem with multiple cameras. So often in the video, you've got the guy looking at the wrong camera. <laughs> and, you know, when they're like halfway through, oh, right, no, it's this camera now. And it's, <laughs> and it's, it's brilliant for its uh, amateurishness. Nice. That's always good. I mean, yeah, that, that's, that's probably a shame song. That's definitely a shame song, I think. Oh, it's definitely embarrassing. <laughs> <coughs> right, who's next? It's Mark next, isn't it, I think? Oh, Chris, sorry. Chris, where do you want to go? Oh, I'm going to go with um, Glee as well. <coughs> You're going with your Glee one, okay. Yeah, I'm not a massive fan of Glee. My wife watches it quite a lot. Um, and watching Glee, uh, Glee reminds me of the time when I rang my nana when I got my first girlfriend, and she said... Um, that's good because me and your mum were having conversations and we were a bit worried. <laughs> well, we're all going to know this song. It's got a long intro on Glee, though, isn't it? Who did it before Glee? Journey. <laughs> what a vocal. Yeah, this guy committed suicide off the back of Glee, so... <laughs> so, I mean, there's no one alive that's, that's not aware Widow. I stop believing. I, I'm embarrassed for you if you prefer that. <laughs> I mean, is this, is this... Did you... For contractual reasons, can we not get the proper version? Or is, did you... <laughs> Oh no, the, Chris, Chris asked for this Glee version. The Glee version, oh. Specifically the Glee I, version. <laughs> what you've got to take into account in this is the choreography in the video as well. <laughs> Not an audio feature, Chris, unfortunately. Well, I know, I know. But so, <laughs> I, like, I like your man's voice in it as well. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not bad singers. His auto-tuned voice, you mean? No. <laughs> oh, stop it. Oh, here we go. There we go, right into the chorus. Be- <laughs> so, 
that's, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's from it's from Glee then, Chris. Is why you're you're a bigger fan of it than the Journey version, or just because you were forced to watch Glee? That's why. No, I, I prefer the Glee version. I do like the Journey <sighs> version, the Glee one though. It is probably one of the most overplayed songs of the last what ten years, I'd say. Oh, definitely. Glee version was everywhere, wasn't it? Yeah. That's a good song, though. Can you imagine if they ended Sopranos with the Glee version? (laughs) (laughs) Very different ending. Wouldn't have had quite the same impact, would it? (laughs) You're listening to Magic FM. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Let's move on to one of Mark's. And I am a huge fan of this, as Mark would have got from my comment. To him when he showed me what song it was. Here we go, boys. Yeah. Is it Hanson and Bob? Oh, Brian's got there. It's not in Bob, though. Well, there you go. So yeah, Colin got it. Here's handsome. What's the track, Matt? It's called "Where's the Love." It was the follow-up single to Bob. How long? How long were you confused about handsome for? Yeah, <laughs> what Taylor handsome I, especially? I, I must have told you the handsome story before. No, you caught oh, okay. by somebody. No, the, no, the first time I was watching, I was at my mate's house and we were watching MTV and Unbob came on. Right. And, uh, and it, about halfway through the video, um, my mate said um, about the singer said oh she's gonna be all right with you. <laughs> which which i nodded and then by the end of the, by the end of the video when we both realized that we didn't really say much to each other we, we, we tried to bury it <laughs> yeah let's not mention that ever again my mate had a similar thing with brett anderson from suede <laughs> yeah. so that's where's the love from hanson that was released in 96 yeah reminds me when i went when i first started work at spectators years ago i worked in what like a making specs in a lab yeah and um it was one of those places where you could see through the glass and watch people making the glasses. And when right. you only used to be able to get one radio station, and, and they only played four songs, and that was one of them. <laughs> uh, every time it came on, me and a couple of the other lads used to dance around the lab like idiots, <laughs> and we used to get told off all the time by by the manager for the, all these old biddies wondering why we're doing Running Man. For, <laughs> making people glasses. What do you reckon Hanson are doing now? Aren't they still, um, they're still releasing off that one, aren't they? No, they're, 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 like they're, a, they're pretty successful. Drugs? Yeah, they're still, they're still going. They've still got, because yeah. I, I saw something on YouTube, and it's only from the last year or two, and they were doing a concert, and it was pretty packed out. Yeah. They're, they're still touring. They, taught, they did a worldwide tour in 2015. You'd only go to see one song, though, wouldn't you? Oh, no. Yeah, they've, they've, they've got some good tracks. Penny and Me is an absolute tune as well. Mm, classic. <laughs> who went to a Billy Ray Cyrus concert and didn't <laughs> want to hear Achy Breaky Heart that's all people went for oh you, you go for Unbop but you stay for Where's the Love and uh, Penny and Me and, and some others I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be ashamed of this one Mark I love this song I love Hanson I'm, yeah, I'm, really. I'm not ashamed of any of my choices but you know <laughs> you, you pushed me into a corner <laughs> <laughs> you fought back with Hanson I like it yeah. let's, let's hear a bit more before we can move on Uh, 
Lovely stuff. Right, is it back to me now? My last one. Oh, right. We mentioned Bastard earlier. Have a bit of this. So this is Busted with Crash the Wedding from 2003, when I was definitely old enough to know better. I would have been 19 when this was released. Yeah. Here we go. Oh. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you got past six form age, you know, you should have, you should definitely give yourself a kick up the arse. Are, yeah, aren't they still going? Is it Muck Busted or something? Well, Busted themselves released an album a few weeks ago, actually. I thought they merged with another band and... They tour- merged with McFly. That's it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Muck Busted, yeah. Yeah, but no, they're actually they're on, they're on tour in 2017 as Busted. In Butlins? <laughs> it's a Europe, well, a UK tour, apparently. It's so probably Butlins, but we'll never know. <laughs> mm. Um, I, I'm, I am ashamed of my love for Busted and all pop punk boy bands like Busted, like McFly, things like that. You like the Vamps? No, I'm too. They're they're too recent for me. Anything around the 2000 period, I like I said to you the other day, pop punk is my that is my music. Blink One Eight Two, Some Forty One, those sort of bands. I still listen to them every single day. I can't help myself. Blink One Eight Two are good. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely not going to be included in this. But yeah, Busted is is kind of shameful. I mean, they had a guy that couldn't even sing. Was one of their singers, the the big guy with the eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was um, that's probably my most shameful of songs. I think <laughs> it just reminds me of I was well, yeah, I, I left school. I was working at Burger King, and it was had hair. I had hair. Yeah, I had red hair actually. I had a red Mohican. Oh god, this story's getting worse. Let's move on. Let's move on to um, your last one, Colin. I've never heard this before. Yeah, well, well just uh, well, you know, now we're going to get into some decent music, you know. Um, and I, and I thought I'd pull a trick here by putting in a Christmas song. It is well, uh, yeah. Let, let's play it. And let's hear. It. So, Colin, <laughs> who is Magnus Carlsen, personally? Um, no one's got any real idea. Um, <laughs> I, I think he's sort of like um, a Swedish sort of uh, crossover between TV and music. Right. Um, and, I, and I really like a song with a story. <laughs> and this story is all about, there's Magnus got a lady he loves and uh, it's it's Christmas in a week and, well as he says it's you know it's Christmas in a week and a day and I just can't figure out what to give away <laughs> can't think of a present so what's he do he says so I just wrap myself in paper for you baby Colin there's a bit of a theme here and your songs are a bit stalky a bit serial killery 
<laughs> well, y- 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 yeah. Um, and, and Are you a massive narcissist, Colin? Have you taken the Channel 4 psychopath test? <laughs> no, I haven't. Um, but what he does say is that the gift he's going to give, which is himself in paper, is going to be waiting under the tree. So he's going to have to wrap himself in paper, which is quite a feat. It's pretty difficult, then, yeah. And then when he when you say himself, wait. is that him? Is that himself in inverted commas, as in like a piece of himself? Like, <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't think Magnus is that sort of bloke. But he's How's obviously the dating going, to going, Colin. What? How's the dating going? How's the dating going? Yeah, still single. Yeah, <laughs> really. Um, yeah, um, but yeah. He's going to have to wrap himself, probably Christmas Eve, I presume, and <laughs> just stick there all night, Yeah, waiting Tricky. to be found underneath a tree. Well, yeah, how did he get paper. to her house? Well, he's, he might be, they might live together, it might be his girlfriend. Well, she'll, well, she'll realise that he's gone and there's a big thing under the tree. <laughs> if it's a woman that he doesn't, if it's a woman who he's got a sort of distant eye on, he'd have to stand outside her house and wrap himself up and she'd notice that. <laughs> That's just that's, that's more menacing. Yeah, <laughs> Magnus hasn't thought it through, really, has he? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, it's mean, a jolly song. It's a Christmas song. It it's is harassing. Um, certainly never got. It's something to play to while she's tied in the dungeon anyway. <laughs> but it's such a funky, funky beat there, yeah? There is. I like, I like you mix it in with Christmas as well. It's a good choice. I'm going to ask you all for your favourite Christmas songs at the end of this. But um, that, that was your third one, Colin. Um, which of those three are you most ashamed of? Or do you uh, feel shame listening to with other people hearing it and our, our quite large podcast audience hearing now? <laughs> I think the most embarrassing one is probably not three times. <laughs> Mr. Tony Orlando. Tony Orlando. <laughs> right, Chris, your last one. Yep. Is. Um, oh, hang on, we've gone back to Love Machine. Sorry, Tony Sharp. <laughs> it's not that. You're not Good choice, mate. Good choice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just play the start of this and then you can uh, intro it. Wait for the breakdown. There we go then. Starship. Yeah. Tune. <laughs> <laughs> why, why this one, Chris? Uh, when I used to work at Walker's Crisps, it was me and there was another girl in the office that used to sing it quite a lot. We used to sing this and we used to sing Blood Brothers, Tell Me It's Not True. So I thought I'd pick one of them. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Everyone knows this song. Yeah. What do you think, Mark? Uh, it's not. It's not Starship's best song. Well, it's it's not bad. I wouldn't be embarrassed about liking that. Oh no! It's better than nothing's going to stop us now. I'll give over. Come on. <laughs> really? I, I would have to fight you I about mean, that. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas, guys. Come on. Yeah, but but I over Starship. Which was the not one from Mannequin? Nothing's going to stop us now. Was the the main breakout hit of that classic movie Mannequin. Yeah. Yeah. What a film. 
with Kim Cattrall in looking spectacular, I might add. <laughs> yeah. Again, a man falling in love with a sort of inanimate object is a bit sort of goes back to Collins' choices, doesn't it? <laughs> you could have wrapped her in paper, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's not a bad song. But yeah, that's not terribly so more. So, which of your three are you most? Well, do you feel the most shame listening to, Chris? Or how None. many people know you listen to? None of them. No, no shame. Not even don't stop blazing by Glee. Oh no, definitely. I'm very proud of that. I very <laughs> nearly ch- instead of Starship, I did nearly choose David Hasselhoff's uh, "Looking for Freedom." Oh, that would have been good. <laughs> or jump in my car. Yeah. Oh, which one should Chris feel the most shame for? Obviously, Definitely the Glee of Glee. It's been decided, Chris. Adam's going to regret missing this. This is going to be a musical education for him. <laughs> yeah, we only some, two sets someone... released in 2000. Someone get Chris some uh, a bottle of testosterone. If you want testosterone, you've got it coming now. Here we go. Just been smacked in the face by testosterone. CC Top? Oh. The Rednecks. <laughs> you both from the right? This is uh, Big and Rich, and it's called Sabre Horse Rider Cowboy. I'd never heard this before you sent it to me, but this is a tune. This is a, it's a classic um, country rock hit from about ten years ago, something like that. Let's uh, hear some more. <laughs> <laughs> you like it, Colin, there? I'm getting into it. Very NASCAR. <laughs> it's from yeah, it's from 2004. It's yep. one of our most recent tracks on the whole list, actually. I yeah. like it. I've never heard them before. It's a classic. It just reminds me of a of a particular year I spent. In, in Canada and making myself acquainted with the local females and the local cowgirl. <laughs> Various redneck bars. So why nice. do you call Ride a Cowboy then? <laughs> Are you well, sure they're all ladies? No. <laughs> Come to think of it, they're all walking with a bit of a John Wayne thing. So I just thought they were uh, all very promiscuous. Maybe there was something else to it. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that song. I'm going to play a little bit more before we uh, move on to uh, just a couple of Christmas songs before we finish. Oh, if you can't come back in. I'm a big fan of country rock. Thoroughbred, that's what she said in the back of my truck bed as I was getting buzzed on suds out on some backcountry road. We were... <laughs> it's finished on buzzed on suds. That's a great line. <laughs> right. right, we're going to have our favourite um, Christmas songs quickly. And Chris, you've already given me yours, haven't you? Yeah. Do you want to tell the people what it is while I try and find it on YouTube? Oh, right, okay. Um, well, he's famous for hating Christmas. Uh, it's Noel Gallagher. 
Um, I don't know how much Mark likes Noel Gallagher. Uh, but yeah he's famous Christmas curmudgeon and it's his rather sort of sarcastic drawlish version of Slade's Merry Christmas you can just tell he's pissed off singing it let's hear a little bit are you hanging up your stockings on I mean, I love Noel and I love the way he sits, but yeah, the, the enthusiasm is not quite there for this one. Is it? Yes, it's a bit of Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> I don't think he's putting his all into this. Well, I think that's the whole point. Well, yeah, true. It's definitely a better version than if uh, Liam had tried to sing it, that's for sure. Yeah. No one likes angry Christmas songs. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> that's a good choice I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, a, a classic you're going to hear an advert first fucking YouTube we'll go away from that in a second and this one has been taken off of the Christmas playlist by Morrison's I'm assuming for the line that everyone's aware of in it voice of the NYPD choir yeah they're, they're not fans <laughs> Whenever I hear this, the first time I hear this every year, this just means it's Christmas for me, and it's just a great song. I can hear it any time of the year and just feel in a good mood listening to it. Sixteen years since Kirsten McCall died today. Sixteen years. There you go. Jesus. Wow. Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, what's your favourite Christmas song? Mashed by a speedboat, aren't you? Oh, lovely. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Origin. Something like that. Yeah, similar. If you saw round seven paper right now, I'm hanging up. Uh, well, favorite Christmas. I mean, uh, obviously, I've put picked Magnus Carlson. Um, but on the spot, I, I have a warm place for um, Nat King Cole and Chestnuts on an Open Fire. Oh, lovely. I, I don't know why, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Just like warm chestnuts. This is lovely warm chestnuts. <laughs> Again, it's very Christmassy and very sort of supermarket music, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's classic Christmas, isn't it? That sounded very partridge then. <laughs> I try my best for it every week. Classic Christmas. Classic Christmas. <laughs> All right, Mark, what's your favourite Christmas tune? It would probably... Well, Slade's a bit too obvious to say, so I'm going to say... Step Into Christmas by Elton John. Oh, lovely song. That nice one is on the Morrison's Christmas list. Has to be. I've, I've not heard this. What? Oh, you have. Come on. Have I? You can hear it now. Good Christmas song. One catchy Doesn't Christmas it? song is a ticket to early retirement, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. It's the only reason the the darkness wrote a Christmas song. They can just get out of making music. Yeah. <laughs> and they got and they got to say bell bells end in there, you know. Bells end, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you 
going to go down the toilet, you might as well go out on a high. <laughs> you work in a supermarket, don't you, Ross? You have to listen to this all day, every day at the minute. All night. Yes. I, uh, it's it's on constantly from when I start to when I finish, and they only have a certain amount, so you hear the same songs repeated over and over again. From what part of the year do they do it? Uh, um, the day after fireworks night. Bloody hell. So that's a long time. That's like six weeks of Christmas yeah. songs. Until Boxing Day, when Christmas is over, finished. Don't you dare have any more Christmas spirit. Trees down. <laughs> Everything's down. Christmas stuff off the shelves. It's now Easter. That's how Morrison's run, anyway. <laughs> so those were our shame songs. Um, if you have enjoyed this episode and want to let us know what your songs that you love but you're kind of ashamed of, um, just tweet us at Mal Post. We will be back. Chris, is there a, is there a special interview podcast going to come soon from you? I'm recording something later on this week, yeah. Yeah, so stay tuned. We were going to record it this week. We were going to do it this week, but I got my time zones and other things confused. Yeah, and Alex was stuck with Southern Rail trying to get him home, was he? Yeah, I think he was, yeah. Yeah, that's never a good recipe when you've got something to do. Um, but yeah, we'll be back just after Christmas with our um, probably our Boxing Day reviews um, of the games. And then Chris and Mark and the rest of the guys will be back into the new year with extra time. So thank you all for listening all year. Um, we've not been as regular as we were previously, but we're going to try and do try and get every week at least one podcast. You can obviously find us on World Football Index, which is World Football I, is it Chris, on Twitter? Yep. And we are at Man of the Post. I am at Rossburn 1984. Colin is at... Cast707. Uh, Chris, you are on Twitter as... C Armband. And Mark, where can we find you? At the Football Pink. And I'm assuming it's not enough time to get any more pinks before Christmas now? No, Royal Mail doesn't work that quickly. But if uh, if anybody wants them, they can still get hold of them. They'll get there on Pony Express eventually <laughs> lovely and that's the footballpink.net is it uh, just footballpink.net footballpink.net okay so head over there and well until 2017 gentlemen have a very happy Christmas hope you all have a nice time with your families even though you hate Christmas Chris you're going to enjoy it <laughs> yeah. I'm going to send you Christmas gifts every day from now until Christmas <laughs> why did you wrap yourself up in paper and send yourself <laughs> <laughs> well, what they do down here is on Christmas Day, uh, all the locals gather on the beach at eleven o'clock and go running oh, into the sea. You run into the water, don't you, you weirdos? Yeah, we go run into the sea. It's free. Why? Yeah, you do twelve strokes in the sea, and then you come out and you get a free drink in the pub. <laughs> Fair enough. Honestly, there is literally hundreds of people that do this, and you all go charging into the sea like a load of big flat, fat, flabby people from Private Ryan. <laughs> A more disgusting storm in the beach. <coughs> well, okay, fair enough. Um, well, are you going to do that? Are you going to be partaking in the uh, the running into the sea? Absence speaks volumes, I think. <laughs> I think he's already he's already got down with speedos and he's away now, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> just Chris is going to leave us with the image of him walking off into the sea for Christmas. So Merry Christmas, everyone. And always remember to have your mail on the post. Oh, Chris is gone. Just hang up. Is that enough? <laughs> <laughs>